What's up, y'all? I'm Caitlin Marie Cantu, and this is my podcast called Follow Me, Follow Jesus, where I'll share authentic stories from my life in hopes that you can relate, gain a better understanding of who God is and his love for you, and allow the Holy Spirit to lead your life. For this first episode here, I'm going to need y'all to have some grace for me because the um, upcoming recordings are going to be from me driving back from Ranger uh, on the road. You're going to have a little bit of background noise. I've tried to reduce it, but as I'll explain later, I've procrastinated this podcast for way too long. So on my way back, I knew I needed to start soon. Um, and I knew if I didn't start then, then it wasn't going to start. I was going to wait till I got home and wasn't on the road, but it had to start then. And as much as I wanted to redo it, I just felt like I truly needed to post that podcast of the um, authentic version of what I how it came about. So for my first episode, I was just, well, let me preface this with, this is something the Lord's been calling me to do for literally four years now, um, as long as I've been following him. So, uh, I was just, you know, kept procrastinating it, kept saying, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. And I've made the steps to do it and just never actually did it. So, cause I wanted this long, perfect plan. And just today I just said, you know what? got to get done. Well, actually something very specific happened. Well, there's been plenty of things that I've just led up to where it's like, there's no longer time to wait. Um, a few weeks ago I heard this, or I don't know if I heard a sermon. Um, it was from a podcast, a book I read. I just, I don't know where I got this information. I just know that I heard that somebody is waiting for you. Somebody, you have an audience and they are they're willing to listen to you like it may be one person and one thing that I got caught up on was who's even going to listen to this will there be anybody listen to it it doesn't matter if there's one person that listens to it and I've always told myself that but anyways I'm not I'm not doing it because I know I have an audience I just know that I can no longer wait like there are so many people that are just hungry to hear this so I am one I gotta repent to y'all I'm sorry that I took me so long to get here but Hey, I'm just, I'm so glad y'all are here listening. Um, and I'm just thankful that I finally had the obedience and the boldness to step out and make this pot, create this podcast. But um, today somebody asked me a very specific question and said, well, how do you hear from the Lord? Like, do you read your Bible? Um, and it just, and that's somebody that I find just as a, uh, business mentor and somebody that I look up to and uh, just see so much of me in that person and a lot of like wanting to just really uh, some one of my goals was man I really hope that I can disciple her in Christ as she disciples me in business um, and it's just been a phenomenal journey and just to say that I look up to her is a understatement and just for her to ask me that today and to be so willing to, to for her to say how much she admires my faith and to ask me these questions I was just like man like you really do have an audience like it and it doesn't matter you know when God asks you to do something it shouldn't be for an audience and that's something that I uh, and it shouldn't be for the our obedience should not be tied to what the outcome is and that's something that the Lord has really walked me through lately um, 
anyways, that's off on a tangent, but that's that's just being honest on how this got started. So um, I'm going to start this first episode off with sharing my testimony. So um, many of y'all know me, know my testimony. Um, I try to be so bold in sharing that because I think that that's a lack in our in the uh, American Christian church is that everybody wants to come in clean, but nobody wants to share how dirty they were before. Um, I uh, grew up my whole life believing in Jesus. There's nothing in me that ever questioned whether God was real and my family believed. We prayed and uh, didn't necessarily go to church consistently, but I remember going to church with my uh, best friend in elementary. Uh, we'd spend the night at her house on Saturday and wake up and go to church Sunday morning uh, to Stonegate Fellowship in Midland, Texas. And they had a phenomenal youth ministry. It was so much fun. And we'd go to their church camps. And I even went throughout high school. And uh, it was really the highlight of my youth. And um, all of my friends would agree with that, especially in high school. I look back now and realize that these times were so much fun and to us and no phones and just out in the mountains um because we were in the lord's presence looking back at it we uh didn't have that we weren't we were choosing a different path back home we were deciding to go for the desires of the world and uh find figure out um not figure out but follow what the world said was true happiness and during this week every summer that we had no phones no distractions and we're just worshiping the lord uh reading his word um it's no wonder it was so peaceful and so much fun we were in his presence like the church i go to now says everything is easy in his presence and it's just so true and then this i don't need to get off and i'm gonna share my testimony and talk about that at another time um but also looking back i uh realized that that's where the foundations of my faith came from was these church camps that I'd attend and uh, the teachings that I learned there is what I was able to fall back upon whenever I reached my lowest point and uh, decided I needed to fully surrender to Jesus because I was living recklessly. So um, I actually remember getting in an argument with my mom on New Year's Day in 2011. I was 11 and went into my room and said, Jesus, I believe you died for me can you please come into my heart and be my savior because I was sad and I fully believe the Holy Spirit did come into my life at that moment but nothing in my life reflected that I had a relationship with Jesus um I did not live as a follower of Christ after that moment especially going into high school um started living for the world and just was addicted to drugs sex and alcohol and um I March 8th, 2019 is whenever I decided to fully surrender my life to Christ. I, um, the night before that, I had gone out and did a bunch of drugs, drank a lot of alcohol, and woke up the next morning, had to go work. I was working at a bar, and I wasn't living with my parents at this time. I'd moved out. But when I woke up, I was actually, uh, I threw up blood, which should have been very concerning at the time, but I just brushed it off as it was nothing and drank a bang energy drink and went on to work um so I get to work and the thing that's actually backtrack the thing that's actually crazy to me is that throwing up blood wasn't alarming and that just shows how blind we are and like just it's almost like you're walking around as a zombie whenever you're just living in that lifestyle it's honestly so terrible 
uh, thank the Lord for his mercy um, and pulling me out of that and getting ahead of myself. But, and I just think about God's goodness. I just can't not acknowledge him. Um, so I drink a bang energy drink to go on through my day and my heart rate gets up to about 170 and I'm freaking out as I'm at work and having terrible anxiety. So I decide I'm going to go to my phone and uh, tell my mom everything I did and maybe go to the hospital and get everything flushed out because I'm thinking the bang threw my body into overdrive um, after what I had done the night before. And I get to my phone and my mom uh, has already texted me and said, Caitlin, where are you at? I haven't heard from you and want to make sure you're okay. I had a really bad feeling about you last night. And when I read these messages, I just thought, oh, God, it's confirmed. I am about to die. Like if my mom had a bad feeling, it's it's just over for me. So I call her to ask her to take me to the hospital, but I uh, hear her voice and I'm so taken back and I just can't even just stomach the words to tell her what I had done the night before. So I uh, hang up the phone with her and say, I'll talk to her later. I love her and go to the bathroom floor and just fall to my knees and start crying. And I say, uh, God, I grew up hearing you have a plan. And I believe that's true if you've kept me alive this long. You kept me alive through all the drunk driving nights in high school, through um, wrecking a car going 145 miles an hour, and through especially last night, you have a plan and I don't. I'm living recklessly, so please take over. And he immediately does. Um, I rise up from the floor and heart rate's back to normal. Um, my hands are straight to the ceiling and just praising God, smiling from ear to ear. Um, and I always thought people were so weird for that in church when they just lift their hands to the sky. And I was like, what are y'all doing? And in that moment, it was just so instinctive. I was giving the Lord the praise he deserves. And in that moment, I audibly hear the Lord say, now go tell all of your tables what just happened. I said, what? And he said, go tell all of your tables how I just saved your life. And I said, no way. I am working at a bar on Friday night. Everybody's here to get drunk with their friends. They don't want to hear about God right now. And he says, go tell all your tables what just happened. Um, I said, God, I'm going to lose my job. Like, I have bills to pay. Are you crazy? And he said, you're my child now. I'll take care of you. Now go tell all your tables. So uh, I build up the courage and I go out to tell all my tables. Um hey, last night I lived recklessly, and today I fell to my knees. I thought I was going to die, and the Lord saved my life. Um, so then all of my tables thanked me. Most of them, I think I only had one person that was like, ew, get away from me. So uh, pretty cool, honestly. And then a couple days later, I called the church. I called Stonegate and said, hey, I just gave my life to Christ. Don't know what to do now, so uh, what do I do? They, I met up with a lady, and we had coffee, um, chatted a little bit more, and she encouraged me to start reading my Bible, and I remember being so naive and saying, oh, no, the Lord speaks to me audibly, and I, he speaks to me through songs, too. I don't, I don't need to read my Bible. It informed me on how the Lord speaks differently in different seasons, and that's the coolest thing ever. Um, and the only way God promises to speak to us is through uh, his Logos word, the written word, uh, God breath, Holy Spirit inspired Holy Bible. And I also got involved in a Bible study um, that had just started up for young adults. That was ironically or 
not so much as there's no coincidence, everything happens on purpose, um, led by our previous young, I mean, uh, youth minister who's now, him and his wife were now leading young adults, uh, which was so cool. He was uh, one of mine and my friend's favorite pastors, and he uh, was so much fun. He was like the hype man of the camp and whatnot. Um, He also had a similar story to me and um, had baptized me after camp one year. Um, At this Bible study, probably my uh, second time, it was actually, yeah, the second week that I had attended, they were reading out of Mark 5, and I shared with them my testimony, and then one of the ladies says, uh, oh, that's like what we just read here, and she points out, and like wow it really is and I didn't actually catch it I guess or maybe I did and that's why I shared my testimony I don't know but um in Mark 5 it talks about Jesus healing a demon possessed man and this man was chained hand and foot and no one could contain him and he was just raging with demons all the time and uh Jesus goes up to him and says uh who are you and the demon says we are legion and we are many and Jesus cast them into pigs and they the pigs flee off the side of a hill and into the water and drown and that man is now clothed and in his right mind and he goes to Jesus and or the townspeople try to run Jesus away because the pigs were their livestock that they needed and but to Jews pigs were considered unclean and that's why they were cast but well that's just too much see how it's gonna be so hard for me to keep these podcasts within 20 minutes but anyways um so Jesus gets on a boat to leave the town and the demon-possessed guy that's now clothed in his right mind goes to the boat and tries to get on with Jesus. And Jesus says, no, go home to your own people and tell them how good and merciful the Lord has been to you. That's Mark five nineteen, And the verse after that says, so the man did and uh, the whole town was amazed at what Jesus had done. Um, which is so cool and just almost word for word what the Lord said to me. So uh, I've taken that up as my life verse to go and tell everyone how good and merciful the Lord has been to me because he has been indeed. So that's my testimony in a nutshell. Uh, since then, I've tried my best to follow Jesus and obey his commands and um, walk in his ways because everything that he instructs us to do or not to do is only for our best interest. And that by no means means I'm perfect. In fact, I've fallen into sin more often than I'd like to admit. Um, but that's why Jesus died on the cross for us because... We can't uh, live righteously without him. It's uh, his blood that covers all of our sins. It's his blood that allows God's mercy and grace to flow and um, give us a new chance and a new day and a new opportunity to live for the Lord. My vision for this podcast is to uh, dive deeper into those accomplishments and struggles and hopefully encourage others along the way. Um, but ultimately to glorify the Lord. Uh, once again, thank y'all so much for tuning in. I hope y'all enjoyed, and um, I can't wait for this journey, and glad y'all are a part of it.